for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Murray Valeriano. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And today, guys, we are going to do what we did last year, Murray. You and I did this... And the year before. And the year before. Is this our third time doing it? I think so. I was thinking about that on the way over this morning. Murray's my go-to guy to play songs from the class of 2017 for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Rock and Roll. Very few introductees. Is that how you say that? What does that mean, inductees? Inter- very few getting in this year. Um, it's, it varies every year. Inductees. Inductees, this thank you. Vary. And uh, yeah, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Last year, there was only five bands five. and then a songwriter. Oh, who's the songwriter? I forget. I, I can't remember either. Okay. Kyle will be able to tell us if he okay. wants to. Are you going to go this five. year? You know what, Jimmy, because we... Oh, see, can see. you get... Press passes and go he again? He said that he asked again. Okay. And the look on the person's face was, oh, God, no. Okay. <laughs> I, hope so, I'm not throwing, I hope I'm not throwing Jimmy under the bus here. No, you're not. Because okay. I mean, he's he's trying, but we didn't, okay. um, at this point, I mean, we would like to, but at this point, sure. we don't have plans to. But we would, I mean, I would love to see, you know, ELO and, and Absolutely. Journey and Yes. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Is Joan Baez going to play? Isn't she old? Oh, no, she still tours around. Is she still touring yeah, around? She looks, she looks fine to me. I get her uh, confused with the other one. Very strenuous sitting on a stool with your acoustic guitar. Yeah. Yodeling. Uh, <laughs> That's Joni Mitchell. That's who I get her confused with. <laughs> How dare you? This doesn't even... Oh. It doesn't say who the... Wait, you might here, have to go wait, to like, Here it is. Non-performers. Non-performers. Last year. Burt Burns. And what did he write? <laughs> um, he has to have one big song that everyone massive. knows. Happy birthday. He wrote Twist happy and birthday. Shout. Twist and Shout. There you, there you go. go. Right. Brown Eyed Girl. Oh, geez. And a pretty, he was a producer on that, too. That's two pretty big songs. Yeah. Under the Boardwalk. Hang on, Sloopy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah the Here comes yeah. the night. Whoa, what else? Yeah, you know what's, you know what's in his mailbox today? Money. <laughs> He's dead. You know what's in his uh, family's mailbox today? Well, no, what's in his wife's mailbox? He, his, uh, he, her second husband. <laughs> he, di- he died in... 67 he was 38 jesus what did he die of um heart failure money due to to (laughs) rheumatic fever oh my god they couldn't cure that back then did he live in africa yeah that's what i thought i thought he was in his vault and uh and there was an earthquake and money fell on top top, of him and smothered him but instead apparently he was swimming in the nile river Oh, uh, it was his heart was damaged when he was a child and had rheumatic fever. Oh, oh Jesus, that's a shame. That would make you not want to do anything. But this guy wrote, "Hang on, Sloopy, Sloopy, hang on." He was hanging on. You know who didn't hang on? Burt <laughs> Burns. Damn, Burt Burns. Burt Burns sounds like a like a character in a sitcom. That's my boss, Burt Burns. Burt uh, Burns. Damn, glad to meet you, Burt Burns. Burt Burns. Nice to meet you, Burt Burns. Thanks, I'm Burt Burns. I like to go in alphabetical order, and when I go in alphabetical order, and tell me if you do this, in my CD collection, mm-hmm. Joan Baez isn't in the J's, you mm-hmm. dumb shits. Joan Baez is in the trash. <laughs> in the B's. <laughs> For but the now, bin. But I have to tell you, Jay Giles Band is in the J's. Oh, interesting. Because it's J period Giles Band. Mm. Okay. Because that's the band name. Yeah, it's not sure. like a, yeah. But damn, damn it, I got to tell you this, Steve Miller Band is in the M's. 
Now, there's no rhyme or reason to my Asia. I have them right next to Queen. So my whole, the whole my system's flawed. Burt Burns isn't even in it. No. Nope. What would you put him under? <laughs> the ground. <laughs> Six feet under. Okay, so where, Joe, oh, here's a question. Let me hear it. Where, well, I know where you'd put it. What? Never mind. Where would you put the band The The? In the teeth. You couldn't put them anywhere. Because you don't, you don't, you don't, because I don't play, because I don't like them. You don't use the. You don't like the the. Well, yeah, because there's. It would be the the because the second the would be the name of the. But band. you don't use the. But the yeah. You got to put them in the, the numbers. You got to put them between the numbers and a. I don't like to do that. Numbers between before or after. The numbers just get if if the band's name is uh, give me a number band. Um, ninety eight degrees. Ninety eight degrees is in the ends. Okay. And they're and they're 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 in there. According to the spelling of sure. the number. We call that lazy. I'm not putting the numbers at the beginning. One, zero, through nine, and then A, B, C. You count one and then zero and, and then, then through and nine. And then through nine. 38 nine. special. By you, the way, have you ever... You're not homeschooling your child, are you? <laughs> if you ever count, let's count, Frank. One, zero, through nine. <laughs> I'm going to teach you the alphabet. Here are all my CDs. Put them in order. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. What were you going to say? Uh, nothing. I don't right. remember. Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame. Got any facts about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I was hoping that we would get a little bit of fackage. Is that a word? Nope. Kyle, pull out the fackage and unwrap it. <laughs> uh, Joan Baez. Her How old is Joan Baez? Is getting the package. Joan Baez is <laughs> off the top of my head. Seventy-five years 75 old. years old. Um, her song "Diamonds and Rust" mm-hmm. was covered by Judas Priest, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Judas Priest does a cover of Diamonds and Rust. That's the first song we're going to play today because she's B for Baez. I like how that name looks too. B-A-E-Z. It's a cool name. Yeah. Joan Baez. Yeah. wonder why she didn't say Joanne Baez. Get too, it's not as Joan good. Baez, yeah. Why didn't she go by Joan Baez? Her birth name is just Joan. What? She doesn't have a last name? Joan Baez, I mean, but like, it's not Joanna. It's, it's just Joan. She yeah. have a middle name? Yeah. Chandos. Okay. Ooh, Joan Chandos. <laughs> All right. She had a husband who was in jail. Really? I know that. Did she write some protest songs to get him out? Uh, I think he was an activist. I think that for the Vietnam War, he got arrested through that. I remember her speech at, at Woodstock when she played Woodstock. When she finally got there. Well, they're, they're half a million strong by the time she got there. Uh, I'm not sure what year this came out because this is from a greatest hits package that came out in '96. But let's hear a little of Diamonds and Rust. Let's let's get this lady off our our list and move on to music we like. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. Here comes your ghost again. But that's not unusual. It's just that the moon is full and you happen to call. Out in '75. Okay. If you're a lady back then, this is this is your Bob Dylan. Why couldn't Bob Dylan be your Bob Dylan? Because ladies aren't allowed to listen to Bob Dylan back then. Really? Yeah. The song alludes to Baez's relationship with Bob Dylan ten years prior. To oh, how about that? Is, that? is he the one he wrote "Lady Lady Lay" about? About doing it with a lady? <laughs> Her voice is very nice. Her voice is very nice. All right. Let's go right into uh, the night they drove old Dixie down. Where are you calling? We've pretty much given all the facts we can give about her. Virgil Kane is my name. One of my favorite songs by the band. Andrew 
Now this is weird because that's a woman and she's saying that Virgil Kane is her name. This is the song that the band does. This is their song. This is such a great song. This is their song. Their one. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, I know. The weight. Oh, come on. So they, got, they got about four songs. Chest Fever. They have as many good songs as Lip Biscuit. <laughs> I might walk off this podcast. <laughs> That's all it took? <laughs> all right. And then I think the next song is a Bob Dylan composition, Forever Young. That's a good song. Let's hear that. May God's blessing keep you always. May you wish Do you never listen to music like this? Like it's a Sunday morning and you're in the kitchen and you're making pancakes. I have my mellow stuff. He's but cleaning up after his parents. <laughs> <laughs> like music like this, like James Taylor and Carol King and Carl. No, because I want to get up and not go back to bed. That's my breakfast making music. <sighs> That's my sleeping making music. That should be that should be a that should be a show, uh, breakfast making music. What do you want to do when you make breakfast? Hold on. All right. You sure you don't have any more songs she ruined in there? So let's do, um, let's go around and say, uh, we'll start with Kyle. Kyle, does she deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I guess, yeah. All right. There's a reigning endorsement from Kyle. <laughs> Murray? I guess so. I don't. I honestly, I don't know much about her. I just. Yeah. I don't like her music. I know she's <laughs> really influent, influential yeah. in the folk scene. I can't name an, maybe one other female folk artist, and that's about it. So yeah, I mean, in, in that scene, and if you like that music, and there are other people from that scene yeah. in, then yeah, I guess yeah, she belongs. Yeah, I think she's a. I think she's a solid artist. I own uh, the three songs that we played. Those are the ones I own mm-hmm. that I purchased uh, in order to play, play her them. from this podcast. I'm glad you did because so I- <laughs> uh, so you know I'm down with it. I think she should be in there. Uh, David Wire probably knows a ton about sure. Joan Baez. He probably. Who knows? Probably he'll, voted he'll probably, for her. He'll probably post it. What did you say? He probably voted for her. Uh, that'd be so great if he posted a selfie today of him and Joan Baez. That would be awesome. But she's still with us, so she'll be there. I'm sure she'll perform. And um, congratulations to Joan Baez. Who do you think will perform with her? Do you think she'll do... Or, or I'm sorry, who do you think will induct her? Oh. Probably, uh, probably Lars Ulrich <laughs> from Metallica. Do you think they might get like... Stevie Nicks or someone like that? Maybe a Sheryl Crow? Of course. What's she doing? I know. She's like the go-to for everything, They always trot her out. Yeah. Yeah. Sheryl Crow, I just read today, she's uh, recording a a brand new album. She's going back to the sound of her uh, first three albums, which is a good deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To rip off all those guys again? (laughs) That's not how it worked. (laughs) Really? Uh, That's not how it worked? I don't think so. You don't think so? No, because the second album... No, I'm talking about the first album. They all have songwriting credits on that album. All the songs are written by the Tuesday Night Music Club. They are? Yes. Okay. But the second album, that's why it's just called Cheryl Crow, and that's why she self-produced it, and that's why she said, oh, I got all all these people think that I'm, that these guys made me, why I have to prove to them that they didn't. And I like the second album the best. That's got Every Day is a Winding Road. And Sweet Rosalie and Home. And and I'm not saying she would be bad to induct her. I'm just saying she's always trotted out in these things. Oh, yeah. She's the one. She's a go-to because she's yeah. happy to do it. And you know, sure. why not? If they ask you to do it, yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm in the middle of recording an album, but this gets my face out mm-hmm. there still. So, yeah, why not? What if she never gets into they, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but she's performed at every one since they started to maybe like a wonderful them. Bonnie Raitt would induct her. I don't yeah. know. Why does it have to be a woman? Here we go. We're yeah, doing maybe that Maybe it's again. Bob Dylan. 
Bob Dylan doesn't do anything. How would he? Uh, 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 Joan Baez. He doesn't even go accept his own award that's that he true. doesn't really deserve. That's true. He talks like <laughs> Boomhauer now, Bob Dylan. <laughs> dang old Dylan. We get dang old Joan Baez. And come <sighs> and I'd boom, say he's not aging songs. well, but he's 112 also. So he's, he's got probably a pencil, must, pencil thin mustache. That is no one. That's that's John Waters. Yeah, that's John Waters or, or David or, Guest. Yeah, or someone in a Wes Anderson film yeah. might have that. Yeah. Some period piece. <laughs> Okay, let's move on, and I'll let you start, Murray. All right, what's next? The Electric Light Orchestra. That's going to be a lot of people. No, Kyle, orchestra. Tell us oh, exactly. Yeah, how many of these out of this or Tell us who is getting inducted from the Electric Light Orchestra. Bev Bevan. That's the drummer. Of course, perfect. Totally, totally. I, I agree with that. Jeff Lynn. Don't know him. No. I, Absolutely. Of, of course. Yeah. Richard Tandy. Yes, he's. Uh, I think keyboards and maybe maybe some. Uh, I Is think he keyboards. Click on his name. See I thought him. he was uh, cello. Yeah, violinist or something. He might play. He might be multi instrumentalist. True. True. Um, he plays a lot of instruments. Oh, okay. does he? Piano, What's synth, clarinet, skin flute, harmonia, harpsichord. Okay, yeah, he's in. He's playing everything right. that yeah, Jeff yeah. Lynne isn't playing. All right. And now this last name, I have problems with. Roy Wood. Really. He's only on the first album and a little bit of the yeah, second yeah. album. The first two albums, no one knows those albums. Right, right. If we're being honest. So just because him and Jeff Lynn were in the move together and then they formed, I mean, I don't, but is it, I disagree with, with his being, it, him being inducted. So because this, again, aren't, aren't you eligible 25 years after your first album release? So yes. technically, Okay, I get what you're saying. The lineup. However, However, the Bob Welch thing. Yeah, and and where are the other guys that played on those albums? There's all when I would buy an ELO album, there's like eight guys on it. Yeah, and on their stage show, it looked like the Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah, so I mean, I don't, you know, this is just my opinion. If you're not going to put Bruce Kulick in in, in, Kiss member, they have a separate section on Wikipedia for past members. You know, because it's a zillion guys. Yeah, there's. But there's yeah, but yeah, every every band photo from those uh, the popular albums, it's yeah. like eight or nine guys. I mean, like yeah, and there are a lot of people that are in that have been in for like years, like five, six, yeah, seven yeah. years. But so. now it's just Tandy, right? Yeah, it's just, just Tandy, Tandy and Lynn. Lynn. Yeah, yeah. Jeff I don't even, Tandy. I don't even think Beth, Bev Bevan is. Uh, uh-uh. Where are you getting the uh, Where are you getting this information on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. What do you type in Wikipedia? A list of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. You, you doing it too? Down. Yeah, when I have it. He's up. giving us the information, so oh, yeah. you just ask him the question. Going to double check his work. You got an ELO song? for I got us? two ELO songs. All right, let's uh, let's play one. Let's. I, I picked one that I don't think anybody would bring. Okay. This is the Diary of Horace Wimp. Oh, this is from uh, this Discovery. Mm-hmm. Brad Garrett, comedian, on the back of the album cover. Really? Yep. It's a fact. I you. Late again today. Can't be in trouble, though he'd say he was sorry. He'd have to hurry out to the bus. Tuesday. Horace was so sad. He'd never had a girl. Yoko singing on this? And if it was oh my goodness. He'd be out. Don't be afraid. Just knock on the door. Well, he just stood there mumbling and fumbling. Then a voice from above. Said, Horace, this is your life. Now I'll find yourself a wife. Make us 
That's a good deep album choice. Yeah, I like that. So we used to, my yeah. brother used to play that song all the time. Because he was high. Yeah, he's totally high. Still is. This is from uh, has probably a fam- has a family. This is probably one of my top uh, in my top three Grown as electric, electric light orchestra albums. This is from Face the Music. This is a song called Poker. So it Ben's Burns' uh, wife's getting poker right now. Right? The Joker's closing in. The poor man they will win. The light is fading fast. I know, you know, they know, we all know. Everybody's gonna burn down. The girls are calling on all fours. Bang me on the doors. High cards calling too. That song kind of rocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I wanted to play something without strings. That's an orchestra. A lot of people say, do you like orchestra music? I go, electric light. Yes. Yeah. I like orchestras. What's up? Electric light. Got another one? Yes. Off the album, Secret Messages. Is this a hit? Uh, This is a bad album cover, right? I don't know. What do you describe as a bad album cover? Is this the one that looks like a painting? This is the one that, yeah, has like the people, naked people in front. Yeah, this has Rock and Roll as King is on this album. That's what I brought. Let's hear it. You not like it? No, I do like that song. Is that the hit? Yeah. It's the single. Single, yeah. I think it's the hit. I have yellow, Jeff Lenz yellow live from Hyde Park on my uh, TiVo. I watch it all the time. It's great. And that was one of the shows he did with the, the new album Alone in the Universe, correct? Yes. Yeah, that's a great album. The, the new yellow album. I mean, Which I, I don't have. It's not new anymore, right? Uh, let me see if I know when it came out. It came out in 2015. So, yeah. You know, it's the newest. What's the hit off that? Uh, you mean the single? Single. What's it called? What's the album called? Alone in the Universe. All right. I think the single was When I Was a Boy, the lead-off track. Okay. But, you know, David Wilde and I did an entire ELO episode, which was fun. So um, this next song is uh, Boy Blue. I love this song. I played this on that episode. Mm -hmm. Good tune. And then you don't have any more, so let's go right into Yeah, I just my, picked two each. This is my last one. This is from my favorite ELO 
album, A New World Record. Got it from the Columbia Record and Tape Club. This is Tightrope. Ooh. Wrong part. I was playing air guitar. Fucked up. Can I play one more? Yeah, go ahead. Since I, can I have your, can I pull the thing? Yeah. I like this song. No, it's right there. No, pull it right there. No, reach down. You're going to pull my thing. Hey. Sound like Ben Burns' wife. <laughs> Burt Burns. Burt Burns. Sorry, Burt Burns. Who's Ben Burns? His brother. Oh, okay. Who's now married to his wife. Holy crap. <laughs> it's think, a whole triangle. Because when they were younger, he goes, hey, Burt, swim in that. Jump in there. <laughs> Drink some of that water, too. Bathe in it. Did I put it in the wrong hole? <laughs> That's what Burt Burns' wife said. Yeah. I don't know. Only, okay. In the headphone jack, right? Yeah. Your iTunes, it must not be tuned, turned up. It's from YouTube. Yeah, I just grabbed it off YouTube. I lost, I did lose some of my music. I'm afraid he's going to break I know. I don't know. Forget it. I don't All know right. what's going on. Oh, I didn't, I didn't turn this up yet. Oh. <laughs> that was you. I was ready for you. I turned it down. I turned it down. This is all staying. Okay. I got a message on the radio. Off of Xanadu. imagine Xanadu still holds up as a film. Oh, I would imagine so. Right? Probably. I don't even think I ever saw it. I never saw it. Oh, yeah. How did we not see it? How we all... I was too young. We all loved Olivia Newton-John. How did we not see it? Is that me? Yeah, of course. Who else? <laughs> um, I have a problem. Maybe you can fix it. I, I had a really bad computer problem, so it's been yeah. in the shop for the last okay, month. Okay, okay. And now some of my songs that were on here are grayed out and not... And I can't play them. You have to, uh, you have to, to go re- re-download them from or, the iTunes store, or you have to go locate them in your music folder. Yeah, right. or just send me a list, and I'll put them on a flash drive and give them to you. Sounds good. Unless it's Wilco, I have none of that. <laughs> okay, we're moving on to who's next? Journey. F G G H I J J Journey. I watched. I texted you. I was yes. watching the live from Manila yes. with uh, Arnold Palmer on lead singers. <laughs> Arnel Pineda. What is it? Arnold. Arnel Pineda. Is that the half iced tea, half lemonade? Yes. Thing? Okay. Half but you know, I'm going to be honest with you. From now on, when I order an Arnold Palmer, especially when I'm with Pardo, I'm going to say, I'd like an Arnel Pineda. <laughs> Do you mean an Arnold Palmer? Yes. What did I say? Yes. <laughs> an Arnel Pineda. They were great. Yes. They were great. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately... <clears throat> In my opinion, these are mm. all my opinions when okay. I'm speaking. Okay. 
The last time I saw them, Arnel Pineda is now, he's been in the band long enough that he is now not trying to imitate Steve Perry. Right. When they found him on YouTube, he was in a band that sang covers, so he was trying to sound like Steve Perry as much as possible. On the first tour, he did that. At first couple tours. But now I feel that he's just singing in his natural voice. And therefore, what's wrong? I need to put money in my meter. Oh, yeah, go do that. Can we stop? Yes. Okay, sorry. Just, I forgot at 12. So. Yeah, 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 go. I don't want you guys to get a ticket. Oh. So Murray had to go feed the meter. So I'm, Sorry about that I break. The last thing that I was saying was that... For me, Arnel Pineda is not trying to sing like Steve Perry anymore, mm-hmm. and you can tell he's singing more with his, with his native dialect, his he's, native tongue, his native tongue, and and I did not enjoy the last uh, concert I just saw. So he's singing in a different in language. <laughs> no, that's got to be weird. It just he just and right now, if you see Journey, you see the Escape lineup mm-hmm. sans Steve Perry. Steve Smith is back on drums. It just didn't. It wasn't good for me this time, and I've seen them without Steve Perry, and they've been great. Mm-hmm. This one. For Who's me, the dude from the babies? What's his name? Jonathan Kane. I was so impressed by that guy. Cause when it, cause when you open, you open up like four songs and Kane's on, and I know not a lot about journey and nothing about the babies. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have the baby's greatest hits. That's, that's good. It, it's good, but I know nothing of the babies and I'm watching this guy with his like 1980s still look, you know, with the yeah. rolled up jacket sleeve yeah. and he's in the back and he's playing this killer rhythm guitar. Yeah. I'm like, boy, that guy's lucky. Look at him just yeah. playing luck, you know, touring, making cash. And then he get behind the piano. I'm like, who is this guy? And he's, a, he's wrote all those <laughs> yeah, songs, those yeah. songs that we love. Yeah. So <laughs> I looked him up. He's great. So who's getting in for journey? Here we go. The aforementioned Jonathan Kane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are in alphabetical order. I yeah. Okay. Ansley Dunbar. Now, Ainsley Dunbar is the original drummer. He was on the first four albums. The fourth album is the first album with Steve Perry. So, yes. He was on the first four albums? First four albums. So, the three albums without Steve, Mm -hmm. and then uh, Infinity. So, yes, he should be in. Steve Perry. I thought you were saying he should be on Infinity. (laughs) Like, there's no argument. (laughs) Steve Perry? Yeah. My guess. Now. Yeah. Is he going to sing? Has he made any statement as of January... Fifth. The only thing I've read is that Neil. I, I really don't think Steve Perry is going to be the Peter Cetera. Right. Whether he sings or not, I don't know. But mm-hmm. he'll show. He'll, he'll show, show up. up. Yeah. Because I again, when they got their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, every single okay. member, past and present, came to that, and that was just like it, that was not that long ago. Right. And Neil Sean said he wants Steve to come. He wants him to sing. He even said, "We'll play it." In any key, mm-hmm. whatever he needs, we will do it. But he should be there because mm-hmm. I really do think Neil Sean has a, a, a what, what I want to say, Steve Perry, an affection for Steve Perry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's no bad blood. I'm yeah. One of my first celebrity sightings, I was waiting tables in a restaurant, mm-hmm. and Steve Perry comes in yep. with like a couple of like record muckety mucks or whatever, yep. and I didn't want to go say anything to him. Yeah. So I'm like, I told the other waitress, I'm like, hey go see if that's Steve Perry from Jersey. And she's like a punker. She's like, well, I don't want to go. I don't, I don't care. Just, yeah. I just want to know. Go see if that's Steve Perry. So she walks over. She's like, are you Steve Perry from Jersey? He's like, yes, yes. We're having this meeting. We're putting together a new box set for Journey. And we have the cut. You want me to sign it for you? And she's like, yeah, I'd love to. She had, she's just doing it to fuck me. Did she me. give it it's to like, you? No, she got it signed to Jill oh. and she took it home. <laughs> that box set is time three is what it's called. <laughs> three discs. Um, so yeah, Steve Perry gets in, I guess. Um, Greg Rowley. Greg Rowley, yes. He mm-hmm. was on the first, geez, the first three without Steve, mm-hmm. and then three albums and a live album with Steve. Mm-hmm. And then he left on his own. And at that time, the babies were opening for Journey, and Greg Rowley said, this is the guy that you should get to replace Oh, me. wow. Okay, cool. So he didn't break up the babies. The babies were going to dissolve because John Waite was leaving. Sure. So good job. Uh, Seriously. 
Greg Raleigh. Well, what did Raleigh go on to do? Was he just tired he just of did, it? He did a couple solo albums, okay. and uh, you know, I just, I yeah, I just think he was tired of touring and stuff. Yeah. No, no bad blood. Neil Sean. Neil Sean's been on every single Journey album. Steve Smith. Steve Smith replaced Ainsley Dunbar, and then he was on Evolution and Departure and Escape and Frontiers. He's what people consider the classic lineup Journey, Journey lineup. Yeah. yeah. And then Ross Val- Valerie. Ross, Ross Valerie is, is uh, he was he was an original founding member. Mm-hmm. He's in the classic lineup. Uh, in 1986, when they recorded Raised on Radio, though, Steve Perry took the reins as producer, and he actually had them fire Ross Valerie and oh, Steve really? Smith. Yeah. He didn't, they didn't have the sound that he was looking for. So they play on a couple tracks. Okay. But the group photo on that album is just Jonathan Kane, Steve Perry, and Neil mm-hmm. Sean. And is Arnold Palmer getting inducted? No. Here's the other people that have been... Uh, a guy named George Tickner was on the first album. He played rhythm guitar. Yeah, he no. doesn't get Out. inducted. New. No. Um, anyone who replaced Steve Perry, you don't have enough of a catalog, in my opinion, to be eligible for this. There's two albums with Steve Ajiri. Right. There's two albums with Arnel Pineda. Each of them have one good album and one album that's not Has as good. Arnel Pineda done any solo, any, uh, not solo, any uh, new material? Yes, there's so two. There's, an al- there's yeah, one album with there's new two, material? There's two, two albums, albums with okay. Arnell and two new albums with Steve Algeria. Right, I knew about Algeria. I don't know anything about this. Um, Dean Castronova also was on drums for a long mm-hmm. time after when they regrouped. But anyway, for me, that's exactly who should be okay. inducted. <clears throat> this, this is it. All right. So I picked a song. Uh, I wanted to play a song that has... Uh, You're going deep, right? Well, this is... I, I have a song from Infinity. That okay. way we have... Ainsley Dunbar on a song. Okay. And this is a song that Greg Raleigh and Steve both sing together, and this is called Anytime. Ooh, anytime Man, I forgot about this song. Give me all of your sunshine. I love Greg Raleigh's voice, yeah. I really do. A spark is all I need. Produced by Roy Thomas Baker. To take it Wait, didn't they kick out the drummer for not having the sound they wanted? Uh, Steve Perry did not like... Uh, the newest member of the band decided after this album that he did not like Ainsley drum bars. Maybe drum take sound. off the fucking 80s production on it. Well, that, that's Roy Thomas Baker's right. job, not Steve Perry's. Yeah, true. But um, nothing wrong with that song. I, no, that's, I forgot about that song. That song is great. I, I, when I went back and got these and started listening to yeah. it and watching that concert the other night, I'm like, fuck, these guys had really good songs. Yeah. It's just I missed... Everybody knows my upbringing of being the preacher's kid, not, yeah. allowed, not allowed to listen to music. So I just missed Journey's Heyday for, by like two years. So it was always like yeah. my girlfriend's sister or my friend's sis, older sisters yeah. liked Journey. So I never. Really I feel very it. lucky that I saw them on the Escape Tour and on the um, the Frontiers tours. Mm-hmm. I saw them on both of those tours. The band that opened <clears> for them on the Escape Tour is a band called Point Blank. Oh, I don't know if they had any hits. <laughs> Kyle will look, and a young guy. Uh, 
you may know him as the Groover from Vancouver. <laughs> he opened for them on the Frontiers tour. Not the X from Halifax. And he was he was so great. I turned to my friend and I go, Journey better bring it because this guy is incredible. Mm-hmm. You got point blank? Point blank is American rock band hailing from Texas. They recorded six albums what between 76 <laughs> and 82. Their 1981 hit single, Nicole, uh, and then they had also had a hit single, The Hard Way. Did you say Nicole or Look Cool? Nicole. All right. I think we all know those songs. Yeah, those are in the... All right. What's your, your, what's your journey songs. song? Oh, I guess got two. Guess, oh, by the way, guess who's not getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> Point blank. Really? Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned, I wrote an article, and it was top 10, top 10 bands that couldn't follow their opener. Mm, yeah. And uh, it was great. I should go back and find that. The and, police? Yeah, the, the police was, well, that was one of them. Was when, uh, uh, Billy Squire? Oh, hold when, on, Def, was, when Def Leppard opened for Billy Squire? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? No, but I heard. Okay. I, I saw the ones I saw. It was the ones I'd seen. One sorry, we're, seen. that was referencing an episode we did earlier this week. We That's recorded. okay. No, sorry about that. Um, I picked a popular one, but it's my favorite Journey song. I'll go deep on the next one. And I love this song for a couple of reasons. The guitar playing. This is Love and Touch and Squeezing. Yeah. So let's take it from the top. Uh, you did not give me this one. Oh, no? How did I miss? Did I get the other Journey one? Yeah. You want to, right, we'll play this one real quick. Love and Touch and Squeezing is... Uh... <coughs> <coughs> All right. Now I have to uh, edit. Love and Touch and Squeezing was uh, written by Steve Perry by himself. Oh, really? Just a Steve Perry composition. Was this their first hit? Uh, I think Wheel in the Sky was an FM hit. Okay. You make me weak. I'm gonna die just when you said we tried loving, touching. You know what I love about this song? I love the fact that he mocks the woman at the end of the song. Yeah. Like, it, I never pick up on that until years later. Let's play that part. I actually wish they wouldn't play this in concert, though, because I, I find it to be such a Steve Perry signature song. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean. I like that. Here. So she's out loving, touching, squeezing somebody else. He's out loving, touching, squeezing somebody else, and you're all home all alone. Yeah. I think it's before this guy. I'm, I'm doing it right here. Oh, I'm here to say. Another. And it's your turn. And he sticks his fingers in his ears and goes. I think they closed with this when we saw them. I got an email. Sorry. Great song. That's a good song. Great band. There you go. I'll give that back to you. All right. I don't know how that'd make it over. My other uh, journey make it over? This is, yeah, he said it did. This is deep, Kyle. I'm going to go from the one from 1982. This was on, there's a movie called Tron from 1982. I love that movie. Journey had a song on the soundtrack. It was all incidental music. And then, hey, let's drop this 
this rocking song in there. But I, I just love, I, I love the sound of this song. I love how Steve Perry's voice sounds on it. And this might be one a lot of people might not know. It's called Only Solutions. Hmm. In the jungle, I run tonight. Find the beast and light is No confusion, just move right. Oh, yeah. Faces, numbers I recognize. You don't fool me with cynical lies. No problems, no I like that. I just didn't want to play what Neil Sean calls the Dirty Dozen, which are the 12 songs that they always play every right. night. Sure, which is the one I brought. That's okay, though. I, mean, but I, don't, think, I don't think the other one's the Dirty Dozen. All right, no. It's off Frontiers. All right. Let's hear it. What is it? It's called Cinder My Love. They don't play that one that much. I love this song. Yeah, I do too. It's a super cheesy yeah. love ballad, but I love it. I think there's some t- I love that Oh, you can smell the 80s on this thing, can't you? Which one of you listeners do you think are getting a rock and roll boner from that? Oh, everybody. Who do you think? This is uh this is definitely uh Frontiers has a perfect album side. Yeah. Definitely. Side one, separate ways, sender my love, chain reaction, after the fall, and faithfully. Wow, it's a, yeah. It's also a perfect album side because no one when I was in college ever put side two on. Because <laughs> it stinks. Does it stink? Is it stink? I guess not. I had it on cassette. I guess I listened to the cassette. I uh I'm, my next song is actually the first song on side two. Okay called Edge of the Blade, and it's amazing. But then the next four songs fucking blow. <laughs> Trouble Child, Backtalk, Frontiers, and Rubicon oh. suck dick. Let's even hear Rubicon. Title, Let's hear how bad Rubicon uh, no, is. No, we're not even doing it. <laughs> but, but wait to hear how great Edge of the Blade is.
tooth. This is rock rock. Yes, some good Drum guitar. Great. Enjoy yourself. Now, didn't Neil Sean play with Santana at like age 16 or something? Yeah, this uh, journey uh, broke off of Santana, Greg Raleigh and Neil Sean. They, oh, Greg they Raleigh left, was in Santana they also? Left, yeah, he sings okay. Black Magic Woman. All right, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Did Greg Raleigh sing Black Magic Woman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, before, we, uh, before we go, because I'm so excited that Steve Perry's getting in the Rock and Roll sure. Hall of Fame. Hand me the plug, Kyle. I want to play a little bit of the demo tape that got Steve Perry the job wow. in Journey. This is a this is a song called "If You Need Me, Call Me," and their management at the time, Herbie Herbert, they were working with another guy. I think his name was Robert Ben Burns. They were working with a guy, a singer named Robert Burt Burns, Robert Fleischman. The band was working with a uh, someone named Robert Fleischman, and Herbie Herbert said, "This is the guy." And basically, oh, right. yeah, I heard he that. For, yeah. He forced Steve Perry on them. Yeah, yeah. So this is called "If You Need Me, Call Me." So there's a singer on this, you say? Pipes. Yeah, guys, uh, tell Fleischman to hit the bricks. This is your new <laughs> singer. Oh, we don't even know this guy. Yeah, he's coming to write songs today. So, Jeez. you want to make another album or not? What a douche. Who would turn around and do something like that? Oh, wait, Neil Sean did the same. I mean, uh, Steve Perry did the same thing. I know. <laughs> a couple of times. We done with Journey? I think so. Mm-hmm. We will play out with a Journey song. I think you all know what song that's going to be. It's the most popular uh, downloaded song <clears> of all time. Most downloaded song of all time. Most, yeah. What's next in the... Uh, J-K-L-M-N-O-P Pearl Jam. Oh, Pearl Jam. Absolutely 100% Pearl Jam should be in Absolutely. the Rock and Hall of Fame. 100%. When you think of grunge, you think Nirvana, and then you think Pearl Jam second, right? Yeah, although 10 came out before, um, never mind. Yeah. But Nirvana had like two EPs out before that. And... Um, I, I find that Pearl Jam is more accessible than some of the grunge mm-hmm. music. Because, mm-hmm. look, they're, a, they're just a rock band. Pearl Jam's a rock band. Yeah. Exactly. We call it grunge, but, you know. And a lot of them are just rock bands, yeah. too. If you think about Alice in Chains, it's just yeah. a rock band. Is Heart grunge because they came from Seattle? Is uh, Jimi Hendrix grunge? Yeah. He came from Seattle. Yeah, he is. He is grunge? Oh, no, he's not. No, no, he's not grunge. He's um, So who's getting in for Pearl Jam? Name a bunch of names that I don't know other than Eddie Vedder. <laughs> I always uh, all right, Eddie Vedder, Stone Gossard. Yes, Stone Gossard. Um, Jeff Ahmet. Yeah. Um, Mike McCready. Mm-hmm. Drummer, That's right? Pretty good. Is that drummer or guitar player? I forget. And what's the other guitar player's name? Stone Gossard. Hendrix. Yeah, Jimmy Hendrix. Oh, hold on, wait. Now I'm getting my members confused. 
I just know Abruzzi's is not getting in. Dave Abruzzi's. All right, who we got? Uh, McCready plays guitar. That's right. McCready plays um, guitar. Okay, so here, here There was like have. a mic something that played drums for a while. Jeff Ament, uh, Matt Cameron. Hmm. He's a drummer, and he's a drummer from Soundgarden. Okay. Stone Gossard, Dave Cruson, mm-hmm. Mike McCready, and Eddie Vedder. Okay, great. Now, the, the second, what was that one? What was the one before Eddie Vedder? Uh, Mike McCready. No, the one before that, sorry. Dave Cruson. He was the first drummer, right? I will find that out in a second. You're the, you're, you know more about Pearl Jam than anyone else at this table. Right, right. Yeah, he was the first. Yeah. Yes, he was the first drummer, but just for a year. Yeah, he bailed out and recommended Dave Abruzzi's, I think, who played on the first two albums. And he's not getting in. No, he's not getting in. Uh, Which Matt he, Cameron is part of the current lineup. He's been there since 98. He's the longest. Matt Cameron was the one I was getting confused with, Mike McCready. <laughs> it's weird how they decide this. Yeah. But, I mean, he, was, he played on... But it's, 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 all five, it's all five current members, mm-hmm. and four of them have been there the whole time, okay. and Krusen was the original drummer. Yeah, so he should be in. But a bruises, if I'm saying a bruises, yeah, that's how I'm saying that. Like he played on the debut album shortly before they released the band's debut. No, he joined right after ten, and he played on verses and Vitology, mm-hmm. and he toured on ten. Two so big, I think so. Two, I think he should be in two big albums. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with you. Now, the one thing they never talk about is. Um, what about Boom Gasper? <laughs> they, 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 did like, they did like five. They did like five drummers, and they just glossed over it in the documentary because they fired off a bruises. Like I remember reading an interview in Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. and they were like their anti-rock thing, and you know we don't want to be recognized. We just want to play music, and a bruises in the interview was like, being a star is great. I don't know what those other guys are talking about. Yeah. Like a month later, he was it's, gone. Yeah, <laughs> Cruising, Chamberlain, Bruzy, <clears throat> Jack Irons, and then this Matt Cameron. Yeah, yeah, Jack Irons. Yeah, Eddie Vedder going to all the uh, Cubs games. Yeah, you don't want to be seen. Yeah, no, not at all. And he tours in his own van. He won't tour in the bus with the rest of the band. Oh. Eddie Vedder. Well, kind of sounds like a dick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, it's a, it's I, know, I, I know they're a nice rock and roll combo. They are. You want to? I have three songs. You want to start it? Yeah, I just I thought you told me to grab two, so I could play a bunch of different ones. But I'm gonna start off with my favorite off a of Yield. This is Wish List. This is grunge all the way. So <laughs> grunge. Sending this out to Brandon Flowers and Anthony Kiedis. Go 
to the Eddie Vedder School of Lyric Writing. <laughs> they're, they're the two words. These guys, this guy's such a great... He's got a line in there that says, I wish it was the full moon shining off a of Camaro's hood. You talk about Brandon Flowers like that, you're going to get some pushback from uh, Andrew Rich. Yeah? He loves the guy. Really? Andrew Rich and I kind of have man crushes on each other. Well, not now. You just fucked up. <laughs> First song I'm going to play is from the album Backspacer from 2009. This is a song called The Fixer. Are you doing the opening from this? Mm, I don't know how far I jumped it in. Because the opening always reminds me. It sounds like uh, Paul Stanley. Yeah, you're probably right. We'll play it after. Okay. Okay. The Fixer! You want to jump to the beginning and see if we can hear that? Yeah, just play right from the beginning. It always reminds me of Kiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does that sound like Kiss? Yeah. It sounds like Kiss if they were good. <laughs> <laughs> they could play the instruments. Uh, that's hilarious. Kiss. Kiss. Peter Chris is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Kind of taints everything. He sucks. Wait, David Bruzies is in? No. A, how do you feel about David Bruzies? Oh, David Bruzies is great. He came over to my house. I was grilling asparagus. It was fantastic. I had fettuccine Alfredo. That doesn't have any S's in it. Pat saw it did. <laughs> not, not spaghetti. Not it's spaghetti. <laughs> Choose string potatoes. <laughs> Lots of stuff. What do you have to drink? Do you have a cola? Do we you have had a strawberry lemonade. Oh. You'd have a sarsaparilla? Well, sarsaparilla's good. <laughs> we had smoothies. Ask me what my favorite beer is. What's your favorite beer? I keep my temple clean, no drinking. <laughs> All right. Oh God. What's your second song oh, from my the God. Jam that's of Pearl? as funny as the first time I heard it. God damn it, Pat no, Francis. That's because it sounds nothing like it. <laughs> <laughs> where that's uh, where the comedy comes from. Uh, I got an email one day that said a guy said he goes, You don't sound anything like Paul Stanley. That's not what Paul Stanley sounds like. And he was like really angry about it. Really? Did you yes. send him a book on comedy? <laughs> Delete block everything <laughs> I could do to not hear from that person again. <laughs> Jesus. That person was Andrew Rich. This, uh, my next pick is off the album Versus or... Versus? <laughs> <laughs> That's a V and an F. <coughs> if you're lucky enough like me, you could get the limited edition album called Five Against One, which was the same album, basically. Nice. And uh, I had it on cassette. <laughs> and this is Rearview Mirror. This song rocks. It was a beating 
they're a band that suffers from not being played anywhere. Although one 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 single got played off their last album, but their last album debuted at number one, and it didn't get played. And I remember rock stations going, oh, Pearl Jam just released a new album. It's number one on Billboard. Here's Jeremy. I think, you know what I mean? They didn't play it. I think I it's might number be playing one on the, the charts. What was their most recent album? Is it the one I'm going to play next? My yeah. Lightning Bolt. Lightning so. Bolt? Okay, let's. I'm going to play something from it then. Rock Solid Exclusive. This has never been heard before. Mm, I you, played one on there. You just told me that they're they not played anywhere. On radio. Oh, okay. What are we doing? Podcasting. God damn, the money sucks in podcasting. Yeah. Uh, mind <laughs> your manners. I played this on... I played this on the best of. Hugely, hugely disappointing album. Because that was the first track I heard, and I'm like, fuck, this sounds like and Motorhead. Then, this sounds like really old school. And then they wrote a song called Sirens and went on VH1, fell asleep. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, do you have another song? Uh, no, but I can pull one up. I, yeah, like I said, I thought you only told me to bring two. I probably did, and then I just got... That's fine. I'm not trying to... Play I'm, another. Try, I'm not trying to, you know, what do I want to say? Snowply? Is that a thing? Blow dry? Is that a thing? Blow plow. What am I trying to do? I have no idea. Don't blow plow me. Uh, this is one that everyone knows, and but I like this because when when they sing the chorus, I like to sing Dave Letterman. Okay. So play this. Talking to herself, there's no one else who needs to know she tells herself. can't find Dave Letterman. He's got that big beard now. You don't recognize him. I, and you know what? I've never seen him and Michael Stipe together. So mm-hmm. who knows? <clears throat> who knows? You going to play another Pearl Jam? Nope, I don't got anything. <laughs> What's next on the We're line? We're going to move on. Let's go. Q-R-L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T. Nope, nope. Go back. Go back. To R. Because of uh, Nile Rodgers. Yeah. He's getting in. He's getting like a special thing, though. He's not oh. going in with the other people. Okay. He's, he's getting like he's a, a lifetime achievement he's or getting, something. Yeah, what he's getting it? he's getting something. I don't know what they call it, but he's not like he's in, isn't he already? No, he's, he's not, not in. I don't think he's in. So that's that's what they're trying to do with this. Jesus, out of anybody we played, he's the one who needs to be in the most. Uh, I mean, he's got a lot of uh, he's produced a ton of music and yeah. written a ton of music. And so, what do you got from Nile Rodgers? I mean, I brought songs. He doesn't. <clears throat> he, he probably plays on these, but he, I brought songs he produced. I brought one song of recent that he wrote on. Uh, co-produced with uh, Daft Punk and played on, and this is Get Lucky. Drop it in anywhere. A oh, little from bit. Lover Boy. No. <laughs> Get a big thumbs down from Kyle. Go up a little bit. There's a long intro. 
Kyle, stop texting and move up a little bit. There's a long intro. If you cued it, he would just play it right where you want it. You don't like this? It's awful. It's un- it's unlistenable. I hate this song. I really do. Really? This song is great. This is up there with Happy and like one of the worst songs of the past 10 years. Do you hate disco? Is that the deal? I hate that it's one thing that they just looped for six minutes. Like seven. <laughs> it's awful. I love it. I think it's great. Let me I tell you, if you're, if you're into dance music and you're at the club and this comes on, you love it. Oh, yeah. This, this great album cover, I hate this album. Yeah. Let me see the album cover. Are you much of a Daft Punk fan? Um, I don't mind some of their stuff, some of their stolen music. Oh, yeah, I like that album cover, too. That always reminds me of a, um, is it the Legendary Hearts album cover by um, Lou Reed. See if I'm losing my mind or if I know what I'm talking about. Legendary Hearts, Lou Reed. I think I'm losing my mind this time. Oh, yeah. Let me see. See it. Yeah, they probably stole this, too. <laughs> yeah, look, no, well, look at this. Look at that, Murray. That's Oh, geez, yeah. <laughs> Everyone was skeptical uh, earlier, and then they were like, "Oh, yeah, I don't think Pat Francis knows what he's talking 100%. about." How could that be? Um, okay, my next, my first song. This, <clears throat> I'll just throw this out to Christy Stratton because this is a Rick Ocasek solo album. It's his third oh. solo album, produced by Nile Rodgers. The album's called Fireball Zone, and this is a song called Comeback. Fire Calzone. Fireball Zone. Oh, okay. Hey, Fire Calzone. Hey, Fireball Zone. Kasich solo albums have a handful of good tracks. Uh, yeah. You cherry pick those and uh, throw the rest of the stuff in the trash. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing about iTunes. Yeah. I picked, I'm going to give this one to Christy Stratton also. Christy Stratton man, I like to call her. I knew her when she was just Stratton. Now she's a man. She loves the, uh, <laughs> she loves the disco. Uh, now Rogers produced and wrote this, I think, for Diana Ross. This is Upside Down. Oh, great. No, I'm sorry. You're playing the Daft Punk song. Can you play the uh, Can you play the Diana Ross song? No, <laughs> it a, no I haven't. A Kyle t- joke. I haven't turned this one off. I cherish the moment with you. Does sound like, doesn't it? That that. Yeah, but this is good. Turn me inside out and 
one that went crazy? Diana Ross? Yeah. I know I ask this every time she comes up. But one of them went went like wacko nutso. I think it was her. No? All right. Yeah. I got to figure out who that is. They're all a little deviant, diva-ish. No, right? but this like was like... It's not Diana Ross. Went into, the, went into the cuckoo hut? Yeah. It's not Diana Ross. Is that what you call it? Cuckoo hut? Uh, Niall Rogers worked with Duran Duran a couple times. Yes. This is he did their comeback album, didn't he? Um, Ordinary World? I don't think he did Ordinary World. He didn't work on that album? Mm-hmm. I called that their comeback, even though... Yeah, no, that, never, that, that, was their, that is their comeback. It's called Duran. It's self-titled, that yeah. album. No, he did not have anything to do with that. Oh, all right. Yeah, what was I thinking? But this is, uh, this is the first album when they were just a threesome after, after Andy Taylor and Roger Taylor left. This is uh, from Notorious. This is Skin Trade. Niall Rogers does play guitars on this album, but I don't know mm-hmm. what song. It's not, it's not in the credits. I was a closet Duran Duran fan in high school. You're Durani? I'm a Durani. Or they, they used to call them the Fab Five. It used to piss me off. That is kind of. Yeah. Because but, everyone knows that the, the Bay City Rollers were the Fab <laughs> Five. So come on. But like no, dude, like you couldn't, no dudes could like Duran Duran. If you like Duran Duran, you're a fig. Where you, where you grew up. Yeah, totally. But I liked them. <laughs> it was a closet. Listen to they're great, great songs. I I have it. I have the stuff. I like it. All right, and I'm proud. And I'm proud to admit I'm a Duran like, Duran fan. I like now. it. I like it. I'm gonna do an all Duran Duran episode when my friend uh, Dara McGarry is in town next time. We're gonna yeah do Duran Duran. Cool. There's a ton of songs. All right. So my last song produced by Nile Rogers is from In Excess from their album The Swing, and this is Original Sin. I didn't know he even produced this album. Yeah, I didn't know either. Research. No, I found it. And you might know how to be with fire But did you know of the murder committed In the name of love, yeah, you thought what a pity Dream on white boy I love in excess. I know they're so good. If Michael Hutchins wouldn't have died, they'd still be out there doing it. I, I that's so nice great. To think. Yeah. God, they're so. Good. Wonder how old Michael Hutchins would be right now. Probably still hot. Still a good looking dude. He passed away in 1997. That's mm-hmm. 20 years ago, and he was 37. So he'd be 57. That's not bad. Be fine. That's a couple of years older than you. Yeah, he'd be fine. Yeah. What Man, I, re- I remember discovering them, and like this girl was had. In, I think it was my friend Roberta Zwire had in excess written on her Converse on her Chuck Taylors on the nose. Are you gonna say on a tramp stamp? On a tramp stamp, and uh, and I'm like, what? Is, what is inks? <laughs> like I didn't, yeah, I didn't know I how know. to say it, and I'm like, what is this? And then I heard them like, oh, this is great. Well, I keep wondering if the band- and then I'm like, oh, it's that band because I saw early videos on MTV. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's that band. These guys are great. Right. I keep wondering if XTC pronounces their name ecstasy. 
Well, let me put that. No, it's XTC. Mm, I think it's XTC. <laughs> right. I'm not going to have this fight because I've been having these fights for a week. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, Tupac. Right, Tupac Shakur. It's not my type of music. No, it's not. So Your let's move on. <laughs> no. But does he deserve to be in? I, I say yes. Yeah. I guess he's groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. He's still making music. He's still making music. <laughs> Do we know how many albums he has? He made before he died? Uh, let me see. He's still showing up. His hologram showed hologram, up at Coachella yeah. two years ago. His hologram was in the bathroom earlier. Left stage, got shot four times. So he, so he, died. <laughs> so he died in September 1996. Wow. Rapid The year beef. before Hutchins. Yeah. Um, up until then, he released how many albums? I'm, I'm looking. It's... Big Wikipedia page. Okay. So studio albums, he had four. Okay. Then he died. Then he died. <laughs> and then <laughs> how many? Posthumously, he had one, two, three, four, five, six. Wow. Six Jeez. posthumous studio albums. Inclu- and then a collaboration album, a bunch of greatest hits, another co- collaboration. So lots of, lots of... Music from Tupac after death. What artist do you think when they die has the most unreleased music like that's worth releasing or that isn't like some crappy demo on a cassette, but it has actually a produced piece of music? Springsteen. That's what Absolutely. I think too. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely one of them. Might you, you too, maybe. Maybe you too. That's a good one too. But I mean, the whole band has to die in that case, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Well, let's hope. What? I mean, that eventually this stuff comes out. All I mean, right. not for a long, long time, 2019. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say something at the end of that? I didn't say anything. Okay. No. All right. So did you bring any Tupac? Yeah, I brought, I love this song. What'd you bring? I brought uh, Tupac, which is the number two, P-A-C is how he, how he writes yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is. And, uh, but I also saw it like T-U-P-A-C. That's his birth name. Oh, okay. But when he records, it's Tupac. Yeah. Pac. Tupac. I just started doing sit-ups, and I got to tell you, if you want me to show you my two-pack, you got a two-pack. Oh my god! Great, you got my dad's sense of humor. This is this is California love. Pull this. And how to vote. This is a treadmill song for me. I throw that song on when I'm running the treadmill. Well, yeah, because you run like the police are after you. Hey, <laughs> The song I picked, and again, I just went to, I don't know his music, mm-hmm. so I just went to iTunes and I picked what, one of the most popular songs that people purchase. It's a song called Changes. Okay. And then as it played, I'm like, oh, we got, there's a little bit of Bruce Hornsby in this. <laughs> so play a... Uh, he sampled a not, lot. Not the range, though. The range was not included, just no, Bruce Hornsby. No, no, no. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, Is life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of 
being poor and even worse, I'm black My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch Cops give a damn about a Negro Pull a trigger, kill a nigga, he's a hero Get it back to the kids, who the hell cares? One less hungry mouth on the welfare First ship him, don't let him deal with brothers Give him guns, step back, watch him kill each other It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead I got love for my brothers, but we can never go nowhere Unless we share with each other we gotta start making changes Learn to see me as your brother instead of two distant strangers And that's how I was supposed to be How can the devil take a brother if he's close to me? Uh, I let it go back to when we played as kids But then change, that's the way it is Come on that's a good use of the sample, though. Yeah, he's a good use of the sampler, or his producers were. How old was he when he uh, was killed? He was killed. 25. And they, they haven't made a biopic about him yet, have they? Um, I think they're supposed to. Stallone at one point wanted to do one about him and Biggie. Because that's the guy who knows about that type of music. <laughs> hey, man, just like just fighting in the streets. Hey, Rocky was from the streets, so this guy. One of the best Onion headlines was after Biggie Smalls got killed. What did it say? <laughs> it was like... Uh, and then Notorious B.I.G.'s... Uh, oh, shit. Oh, I'm going to on this. Oh, the Notorious B.I.G.'s cremation enters second week. <laughs> um, no, wow. they, they did make a film uh, last year called All Eyes on Me. Who was in that? It was... Uh, Demetrius Ship Jr. played Tupac. Okay. And I prefer Demetrius Ship Sr. It doesn't like it doesn't look it's there are probably people that you'd be like, oh, that person's from this or that. But I don't recognize any of the name. Okay, cool. All right. Shout out to um, Demetrius Ship Jr. Sh- no, not shout no? out to. No, no. Why not? Shout out to. Shout out to uh, Peter Pardini, his uh, Chicago documentary now more than ever, The History of Chicago, debuted at number one in the 25 to 54 demographic on CNN. <laughs> now that's the that's the demographic for that movie. Sure. So but, it was number one. But why CNN? Um, why not? Because they're a news network. Yeah, man, you can't have news on 24-7. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Sometimes you got to report on I Chicago. Mean, I think, don't you think that's a weird pairing? I mean, well, I watched they, it. They actually thought it was about the city of Chicago. They thought oh, it was a documentary yeah, about sense. the city yeah, of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no congratulations, life. Peter. That's great. Um, yeah, congratulations. I don't need to take that away from you. When it comes out on uh, DVD or Blu-ray, I will, uh, I will get copies. We'll have Peter sign them, and I will give them away. Did he tell you why at CNN? The money. Oh, right. No, I don't know. Why. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just curious. That's I mean, a good platform. If they, you know. But you figure more people probably... Probably have CNN on their cable system. And, mm-hmm. and would just... And would watch it. Um, Whatever network it's on. No, well, I mean, watch it rather than maybe going to a theater. Like, you're going to get wider release. Like, a smaller town isn't necessarily going to get the documentary of that on a big screen. Yeah. Well, that's so, that's big screen opposed to small screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CNN opposed to... Like, VH1 or, or something Or FX like or, you know. I just think uh, that's... CNN seems like it's... Even well, in your basic cable package, that's probably there. Well, mm-hmm. they've, also, they've also had those things that David Wilde's worked yeah, on. Yeah, like the 60s, the 70s, 70s oh, yeah, 80s. Good point. Good point. So, so it's, anyone uh, who watches those is going to watch it. Look, I don't fault them. I watched it. Started at 5 o'clock. I sat down with my mom and dad. Two minutes into it, my mom thought it was about the city of Chicago. So. <laughs> Where's the fire, Murray? So. <laughs> I don't know why my mom smokes cigars. Is this about like the night that Chicago died? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, thought this was the movie Chicago. I thought Jimmy Pardo was supposed to be in that documentary. Did I hear that? They wrong? had to they had to trim it down for TV. For TV. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, I think he's still. Uh, I think he's still. In, he, he's he's only in it 
a, a little bit. They, okay. They interview him, but it's cool. You know, yeah, it's comedian absolutely. Jimmy Pardo and Pardo. Comedian Jimmy Pardo is in it. Awesome. Let me tell you something. I love Jimmy Prado. <laughs> He's my favorite comedian. Where's the comedian? How do you say it? He does mix them ups and funnies. Skits. Mix them ups. <laughs> yeah. He like, like, you could throw out like a word and then he'll like, he'll like ad lib something. Like you'll go like, you baseball and he'll be like fuck you it's great gene simmons told me to go remember when i said that never gets old too much yeah sorry well we're deep into 2017 that's okay <laughs> i got one more tupac song with him and snoop dogg that's great snoop drop, dogg is amazing drop it in the middle this is dead or alive Dog Snoop Double D O G. It's it's literally the best of music that isn't something I listen to. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to. Not every genre is for everybody. No, no. Yeah, look, you're talking to the guy who got a Garth Brooks box set for Christmas <laughs> this year. Part of the reason I had I asked for this is I, I kept walking in Target. Here's this Garth Brooks Brooks box set. Yeah, it's got ten discs in it. Wow, for twenty nine bucks. It's good. That's good value. Yeah. Maybe he's a guy who kicks off and releases a ton of stuff. Huh. I don't know. I don't know either. My well doesn't run deep into the Garth Brooks. I like 60% of his songs. Mm-hmm. I like him. I yeah. like, from what I know, I like him. I, and, I, and I like him as a, as a person. He seems all right. He seems like a good guy. I haven't had him over for dinner. Yeah. He you seems have? good. Like the songs I love of his, I love. I've never seen him and Chris Gaines in the same place. Are you at the kidding same me? Time. Are you kidding me? Conspiracy theorists. <laughs> I do not own that, but I should buy that just to hear it. That, that you should look for that. I bet that'll be at Goodwill. It's well, hard to find. Purchase. Actually, he might have bought them all up and burned them. What? What was the story behind that? He just, I mean, wanted, I, to, he just wanted to do a, a different, just a, a character, a pop, a, a pop album. Okay, but he just, he just. I wish he wouldn't have. I wish it wouldn't have come out that it was him. Do you, do you think they'll re-release it kind of like the Stephen King Bachman books, and it'll be like the <laughs> the Brooks Garth books, Brooks, yeah, the Brooks Garth books, Brooks, Chris Gaines? All right, I, you're you're done on your Tupac. Chris right? Gaines, nothing I'm done with Tupac. Nothing to gains, nothing to lose. <laughs> we are. Wait, that's it. No. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Tell us who. No. Yes is, is long, long, long overdue. They, I know we got a lot of dudes out there like that prog rock bullshit. Well, listen, they're going to love this. Look, as April would say, people love wizard rock. No, but literally, if you say name a prog rock band, mm-hmm. probably people are going to say yes. Absolutely. First, I love it. I look, I, no, first they're going to say no, <laughs> but then they're going to say, oh, yeah. So, I mean, I like, I look, we give it shit. I like prog rock. I went through a I huge do too. prog rock. Phase. I've been listening to a lot of it. Um, you sent me a bunch. I did live stuff, which was great. A, a listener, uh, Paul Watson, and I have been uh, trading stuff back and oh, forth. I, 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 Paul Watson and I talk. What's up, Paul? Yeah, hey, Paul. 
Paul's got to be saying he posts on a prog rock uh, site. Mm-hmm. I think he told me he used to host the prog rock radio show. I hope I'm getting that right, Paul. But um, yeah, he he filled in some of my uh, my yes uh, gaps. Okay, good. I didn't have Tormato, and mm-hmm. I didn't have uh, a couple other ones he sent those to. As a prog rock fan, which I am, prog rock people are going to hate the yes stuff I brought. <laughs> I hope, well, I hope you didn't bring anything with, uh, without uh, John Anderson on it, because the other vocalists aren't getting in. Uh, all right. You no, want to know who's getting in? Yeah. John Anderson. Boy, look at you taking charge, officer. You were like, Mo, spread out. Here's who's getting in. Sweetly. <laughs> Kyle. Uh, John Anderson. Yes. Bill Bruford. Yep. Yeah. Steve Howe. Yep. Uh, Tony Kay. Yep. Yeah. Trevor Rabin. Yep. Yeah. Chris Squire. Absolutely. For sure. Rick Wakeman. Yep. And Alan White. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. That's it. Bruford and, and White are the drummers. The uh, keyboard players are Kay and Wakeman. Also Jeff Downs currently and on the drama mm-hmm. album. But um, no one from the drama. I mean, the, the um, Trevor Horn and, and Jeff Downs aren't getting in from the drama album. The mm-hmm. only vocalist getting in is John Anderson. Is John Anderson. And, and, you know, and so it should be. Yeah. But um, Steve Howe came into the band on the third album. Really? That late in? Yep. Okay. Chris Squire's the only person on every mm-hmm. album. And it's so Rock sad. and peace, Chris Squire. It's so sad, again, that this couldn't have happened f- three, four, five years ago when the man was still with us and could have really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I mean, that kind of sucks on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A band that defined a genre of music. You know? Absolutely. It sucks. Uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer probably are not in. No. And the only one that will enjoy that now is Palmer. Carl. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I blanked on that for a second. I was thinking Cozy Powell. Not with us. Emerson, Lake, and Powell no longer around. No, no. That band is all dead. All dead. Okay, so I have four yes songs. Guess how many I have? Two, because I told you only to bring two. (laughs) All right. Let's, I'm going to start out. Let me start because you... You have but, a better chance of bringing one of my duplicates, of duplicating one of my... I'm actually playing in the order of, uh, of when these albums came out, so... I'm playing in the order of... Play your song. All right. I'll play the one that I think you're going to bring it off. This is a Big Generator. This is Level Find A Way. I go... I don't know. Let's, I want to hear the opening. I like the opening. Why don't you go to where I had it cued? <laughs> I can listen to this song in a loop. Oh, absolutely. I, I love it so much. I love the guitar part. This was from the new age of Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the mid-80s had to make their album to the more poppy album. Yeah. They maintain those harmonies. Yes, they do. Through even through the '80s uh, overproduction. Now, again, going back to Journey, this is where I discovered yes, because this is where I discovered music. So I found 90215 and Big Generator and loved it, and then went back. Yeah. And then learned all about yes, and then broke off an Emerson like a Palmer, and then got into the prog rock scene that way. Well, that's a good way to go. So the um, what was I going to say? So the um, 
so yeah, those big '80s albums that you just named, those helped people to go back and find yeah find this band. And then I found all the you know self indulgent guitar leads and stuff that I loved. Yeah, <laughs> and all that you know classical influence. And I did have "Love Will Find a Way" on my list. Right, that's our removal. I think we've we knew overla- it. Yeah, we, we knew it. That. We know that. We're like you and I, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, yeah. We're like uh, kerosene and fire. Yeah. Um, this is from the uh, the Yes album, which is their third album, I think. And this is the first track called "Yours Is No Disgrace." Oh, good song. I think we're gonna hear some noodling at the beginning. People don't like when I say noodling. Jump ahead till we can hear John Anderson sing. Pat was playing the guitar parts as a double keyboard. Yep, yep. A lot of people don't know that. You know, the Doors uh, had no bass player. Oh, brilliant. That's not good. That's they had no so singer good. either. Whoa. Not for a lot of those nights. Whoa. We had no producer there. Get off the mic, oh, buddy. Sorry. Take it back. That stuff is so good, man. Yep. Don't get laid at a lot of those concerts, though. I don't pretend. Nope. Not unless they play Tepes Fugit. <laughs> Hey man, Todd flies. <laughs> All right, since I brought up uh, Big Generator 90215, let's play this one. Uh, let's drop this in the middle. This is It Can Happen off Now you posted your you post your favorite prog rock album cover on the Rock Solid Facebook page. I did. Yeah, and a bunch of people posted their favorite. No, I I posted um, live long and listen to prog rock. Did I post my favorite? No, I think it was just I think it was just like what I think you asked like, like what's your favorite prog? Yeah, yeah, yeah what's, what's your favorite? favorite? But I don't think I, mine's you asking me what mine. No, favorite no, is? no, 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 no. I'm saying it was great. There was King Crimson. Oh, yeah, there was yeah. Peters. Yes. Yes. Pink Floyd. Somebody put Pink Floyd in there, and I don't. I don't think you, they're prog rock, man. But do you think any of those earlier albums could cross over into prog rock? Psychedelic rock. They started in psychedelic rock. Psychedelic rock, man. That's what they. I mean, that's what they did. Yeah, man. Smoke it up, right? Right. Totally, man. Drop some A. Uh, my favorite prog rock album is the the debut album by Asia. I just, oh, you I, love, love, love that album. I love Asia. Yeah, but I do love that album because it's um it's accessible, mm-hmm. but it's definitely also prog rock. Yeah. 
I never really thought of Kansas or Rush as prog rock, but that's Rush, how, yes. That's Kansas, I don't know. They classify them as prog rock. Oh, they rock. do? Yeah. Wait, who's they? All the websites. Okay. All the people out and about. I thought you were thinking of the listeners or... or... Oh, everybody. Okay. <laughs> they. Oh, the yeah. big they. Yeah. I mean, walk down the street and you just... They'll tell you. They all caps. Sure. You walk down the street with a Kansas t-shirt. Oh, they'll go, prog rock, buddy. You know, they're coming back. That whole look. What? The prog rock look. What is... The, with, with the... With the with the wings and with the yeah. robes and, and the robes and how about that Chris Squire 80s just spiky blonde hair and a long white coat Ooh, that's that fine a, with me it was a good look um, let's go with also from the Yes album this is the single edit version this is uh, Your Move I've seen all good people turn their heads each day so satisfied I'm on my way I know that's seen all good people but then the middle part is Straight and stronger course to the corner of your life. Make the white queen run so fast, she hasn't got time to make you wide. Cause it's time, it's time, it's time with your time, and this news is Love that. So good. Uh, John Anderson, have, John Anderson will be playing with, uh, with Yes. Mm-hmm. He's not in the band currently. I just haven't listened to that stuff in so long. It's long enough yeah. that I enjoy it again. Because I, I mean, I just played that stuff over and over. I burned myself out on it. I hope that this gets some type of a reunion tour cooking for, for both of these bands. Journey. I mean, that's all. Isn't that always the wish when they get back together for this one time? That maybe it'll all click again. It'll click. Don't forget the bad blood. Yeah. Now, how Steve Perry didn't Steve Perry have poppies on his vocal cords or something? Was that a rumor? Yeah, he had some flowers okay. on his uh, on his vocal cords. Poppies. Yeah. Polyps. Polyps. <laughs> poppies. <laughs> what are you talking about? You would, you would think you would think we were recording at four in the morning. I know. I know. Actually, that covers all the... I, I was going to give two time periods where I'm like, oh, no, four in the morning is when you'd be a fucking mess, no matter who you are. Four in the morning, everyone's a mess. Uh, all right. I'm okay, a mess. my I'm last... A mess at two in the afternoon. My last Yes uh, song is from the album Union, and this is when uh, this is when all the band members came back together, but they, all, they didn't all play on all the songs. Like, one song would be like that Trevor Rabin mm-hmm. version, and another song would be like you know the the original guy. You know, so it was a it's a hodgepodge. It's kind of a you know, it's kind of misleading. I think. Right. I think. I think when people first bought it, they might have thought that like, all those band members were going to play on all the songs, and that would be a fucking mess. <laughs> you need three drummers playing at a time, two drummers, three keyboard. Players. All right. So anyway, <laughs> this song is called "I Would Have Waited Forever." I did for this ramp up. <laughs>
Kyle, I'm going to read. I'm going to read a list of everyone who plays on the Union album. I think these are the people that are getting inducted. Okay, you ready? Uh, John Anderson. Yeah. You just say yes. Okay. Steve Howe. Yes. Trevor Rabin. Yes. Chris Squire. Yes. Tony K. Uh, no. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony K. Sorry. Rick Wakeman. Yes. Bill Bruford. Yes. And Alan White. Yes. And anyone else? So everyone who plays on the Union album, these guys are all getting uh, in. Did you say how? I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. He was the second one I said. Okay. Steve Howe. Okay. Now they called him up. They asked Wakeman? him, what did he say? What's that? Did you say Wakeman? Yeah, I said Wakeman. Okay. I wasn't listening. What? That's, that's on you. I'm tired. It's four in the morning. They, they, call, <laughs> they called Steve Howe up. They said, you want to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? What does he say? You really want to do this? <laughs> and they go, yeah. He goes, yeah, sure. I'll be there. He couldn't hear. He had poppies in his ears. <laughs> okay. Here, here is here. I just Googled. I was looking for, there was a great prog rock book out. I, I listened to, I heard on about on sound opinions and I can't remember what it was, but he had the three rules of prog rock. And I tried to Google it. Number one, noodling. <laughs> Number one is something like that, but I don't remember what it was. Number two, <clears throat> mention something from Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> Number three, wear a cape. <laughs> Are those the three? No, but close. But I found the 101 rules of progress metal. And I will read all 101 of them right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, please do. Number one, insist that your definition of prog metal is sacred and that the only progressive bands are the one you deem to be so. Accuse two, accuse anyone who disagrees with you of regarding rule number one of lacking musical intelligence and not being a true prog rock fan. Number three, have contempt for mainstream music. I've never read these before, so I'm just randomly. Number 11, if he has it, oh, that, oh, they kind of go all together. Make sure your drummer has a double bass pedal. <laughs> if he hasn't, kick him out and get another one who does. Single pedal is not prog rock. All right. This is funny. I have to read this later. You are at Murray V. Are we done? That's it. You don't have any more yes? No. Okay. <laughs> You're at Murray V. You also yes, host. at Murray V on Twitter. And you also host the Road Stories podcast. Road Stories podcast. Which we can find on the platform you call. All things comedy. All things comedy. That's what you call it. Yes, that's the Bill Burr Al Madrigal Network. Yes. They started. It's on All Things Comedy. You get that's, it on that's iTunes. Al Madrigal and Bill Burr. Yes, Excellent. and I started Murray V Comedy on Instagram. Cool. Recently, that's great. And I'm on tour. I don't. Oh, I don't know when this is going out. I forget. I don't know when this is going out, but I assume you'll still be on tour. Oh uh, yeah, because you you are always hitting the stand up stages. Yes, that's I'll your passion. So I don't know when this comes out, but hopefully I'll see you guys either in San Francisco, Seattle, Oregon, Vegas. Visual haunts. And if they go Excellent. to your website, you can see the dates. Find all the tour dates. Also, uh, go over to iTunes and buy a track or two off a uh, off a Skinny Cow, Rusty Cow, Rusty Cow, Rusty Cow. Skinny Cow is a brand of ice cream that's low fat. I was making a joke. Okay, Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny, soon to be verified. Yeah, my, and whenever this comes out, I still might not be verified. Now, now you here, you attempted the, to get verified, and they said no. I won't once. Well, did they give a reason? No, no one okay. cared. They said no. Here's what I want you to tweet when you get verified. Promise me this. You'll tweet, verified, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Just those yeah. two words. What can they, they can take that verification away from you too, can't they? I have no idea. As what quickly I, as they give it to you, if you're, they can take it away. I, I don't even know what it is. You got verified, so I'm like, oh, maybe I'll look into it. Well, that's I what like Christy got verified. This is not, this is a bad thing. Christy got verified. I'm obsessed. I was obsessed with it. So I was like, I hate when people go, how did you get verified? Which is not what I did. I said, right. I said, I'm obsessed with it. Talk me through how to do this. <laughs> um, and then you sent me similar. You weren't obsessed with it, but you were like, yeah, why not? Yeah. What did you do? So yeah. anyway. What I'm, did you put as your reason for being verified? 
Um, I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Because mm, you don't want uh, you don't want other people doing it. Well, no, you don't have tell to. Tell them off air. No, yeah, tell me off air. Tell that's fine. Off air. Keep it. Keep it. What do you put, Paul? Uh, Paul? What do you put, Paul? Who the fuck is Paul? <laughs> I mentioned. He's I mentioned, verified. You should know his name. I, I mentioned. Uh, I mentioned that I'm one of the top uh, money earners for Smile Train. Oh, nice. I led with that. Nice. I also uh, said uh, maybe you've heard of Rock Solid Podcast. Mm-hmm. No, but I had I had websites that people could go to and click on my picture that would take you to my Twitter page, and that's okay. kind of key. To okay, have. that's smart. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. Murray, thanks again for sitting in. Thanks, pal. So far, it's been an amazing 2017. Let's play out with another Journey track. We're just going to take it from the top. It's quite the deep cut. It's quite a deep cut. The most downloaded track in the history of downloading. That's what I understand. So here we go. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Took the men.